This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Looking forward to what I'm going to see. Yes, professional. Uh, st- stepping it up. Looks professional already. Right, plenty online. Let's just start this. Let's just let's just kick it off, shall we? Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, great flick of the Helen Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I waited all my life for that. What a screamer! Oh, oh. If, if there was ever a, like an embodiment of the chef's kiss meme, you know, the... And there it is. Very good if we say so ourselves, but we wouldn't because we didn't do it. Pete Wilson did. So cheers, Pete. <laughs> yes. New year, new intro, unless you're listening back to the audio version, in which case you'll be wondering what the devil we're on about. Same as usual then. If you are a listener, come and join us on the video. It's exactly the same as usual, but in glorious Technicolor and a day earlier. What could be better than that? Maybe keeping a clean sheet at Altrincham for a start. Absolute disgrace. God, we're finally at the point where we're having to manufacture our own outrage. Yes, I'm Nick Lee, bringing you the slightly unsettling sound of the Scarf Bagara War coming at you every week, apart from next week, which we'll get to later. Fresh from a day of clarifying what he said ages ago, you're not the only one, mate. Have you seen the news? It's Rush Johnson. You right, mate? How are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. How are good, you? Good. I'm tickety-boo. As yeah. I said, as I said to a German colleague at work today, and he was like, "Tickety what? Tickety boo? Tickety boo?" It's like, yeah, tickety boo. That's what we say. That's what we say in the UK. In England, yeah. it's in Stockport, isn't it? It's a well-known yeah. Stockport expression. Yeah, particularly loving your German accent as well, ever. So that was yeah, that was an unexpected highlight. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Shall I, shall so, I tell yeah, everybody what we've got? What, what we've tell got going tell on? me what we've got going on. Who we've got going on, and what? Yeah. Um, okay, so all being well, we'll have uh, the 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 chairman of the Lark Hall Supporters uh, Association on with us very soon. 
Uh, it's got some technical difficulties. Hopefully, we'll overcome those. Um, we're going to talk about the Altrincham game last night. Uh, we'll look forward, obviously, to Lark Hall on Saturday uh, and just generally have a chat about County. Um, and, of course, we've got a uh, friend and stalwart of the podcast, uh, Geordie Hatter, with us. Welcome again, John. Thank you. It is always lovely to be here. Wednesday night is County night. Wednesday night as, is County night. was Tuesday this week. <laughs> uh, we've also got coming on soon uh, Andy from Eight Days a Week slash Notion. Um, and we'll talk about... Well, he'll just join in the county chat anyway, and we'll have a chat about next week's gig as well. Um, so yeah, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to hold my coffee because uh, I'm because I'm cold again in the way that I hold my coffee. <laughs> Bare like a real man. <laughs> not on not on a weeknight. I'm a big uh, boy. So so yeah, I mean, let's just let's just get into it, shall we? This is the Scarf Bagara War, the Stockport County fan created podcast, blog, YouTube live show, and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk for county fans by county fans. There we go. So, um, with our guest's arrival um, sort of imminent, shall we talk first about the ultimatch last what, night? Yeah, that was, that was a potential banana skin. Yeah, it, yeah. That, that that worried me a bit, you know. With them having three new signings, I thought, oh, they're going to be up for this. It's going to be a different game, this. But, yeah, settled into the game. Get, got that first goal and then that's it. I, turned. I think there's an option for that on Football Manager, isn't there, in the press conference? It's like, oh, once once we've got the early goal, we could play the game on our terms. And yeah, six minutes, what more do you want? And I, I just switched the uh, switched the commentary on it at that point. And I was I was convinced Altrincham had scored. And then straight, straight up the other end, bang. So I guess you heard the the counter attack. I I because yeah, I, I agree with you, Nick, that um I wasn't I wasn't expecting another five one like on Boxing Day for one moment. I, I did think we'd win, but I thought it'd be yeah. tight. I thought it'd be like two one or something like that. And and actually those first what is it five, six minutes, okay, we were on top, but yeah, then Liam Hogan sets up a goal by claiming the ball off the line, which is which is a nice <laughs> little touch, isn't it? You know. It seems even after our first goal, they seem to be on top. They seem to be putting us under a bit of pressure for a fair bit. And then step forward, Will Collar with an absolute piss missile of a strike. Filthy. I asked for um, one word responses. No one, to... no one agreed with that rule. No, no one did one word. It was just full sentences everywhere. I saw. No, well, no, no. There was a few that did one word. Let's 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 not do them in a service. Yeah, filthy came out. Yeah, thunder bastard. Um, kind of technically one if you haven't got a hyphen, I suppose. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was stood right behind that, and it was absolutely glorious. In fact, it was it was one of those ones where I mean we've all been in a been in a football stadium where we where we've had this where. When it's hit, you don't know if it's travelling away from you or towards you. Oh, one of them, yeah. It was one of them, and I was like, oh. An optical illusion of a shot. Yeah. 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 It was It was like, the, the thought I had afterwards was, um, you know, in, in, in earlier on in the season, before we had the current management, you know, Will Collar would have been getting that ball in at half, halfway and maybe a little sideways pass. But we're, we are now at the stage where he gets the ball inside his own half and and him bounding forward with it 30, 40 yards and then belting it in the top corner like Bobby Charlton. 
It's not even a surprise particularly. It's just like, well, that's Bobby Charles. Of course he has. Of course that's what he's done. He will call it. But it does, you do kind of get... To, do you remember Chris Churchman scored a few long ranges for us, didn't he? And then every time he got the ball after that, there was just a constant crash. Shoot! And he did. Like every bloody time. Yeah, okay. I, it's I, I don't work out the that much. Yeah. <laughs> but just, just you know, I, I was. I, it's, it's funny you should mention Chris Churchman. I, I wasn't thinking about Chris Churchman, but what I was thinking about today was the team that we've got now. And maybe we come on to this later. The team that we've got now is probably the best team we've had since 2008, 2009, perhaps. Um, in terms of ability and, and the way that they're yeah. playing. And when we think back to when we had Chris Churchman and um, Charlie Russell in midfield, it's circa 2015, 2016 or something like that, it, probably earlier than that, actually. In fact, it was, it was 2014. So, you know, I, I, I interviewed Mike Flynn and we'll get, we'll get onto Mike Flynn soon. Um, and he was basically saying, yeah, they've just got no character. And when you compare those players now to what we've got now, there's a massive difference. There isn't just one division difference for me. Between no, us and Altrincham? Or... No, no, or between the players that we had in 2014 and the players we've got All now. Right. All right, yeah, sorry. Okay, well, yeah. And uh, because, I mean, that one, one, one reflection I had on last night between, between us and Altrincham is that, you know, if, that's, if they're the National League outfit and they're mid-table, they're not like fodder, you know? Um, another one, not a bit great run of form, but they're a mid-table National League outfit. We didn't look one division better than them. That looked like a cup tie between, you know, we, we looked two divisions better over the full game, I thought. I don't, yeah. That didn't feel yeah. an exaggeration to me. I know they had their spells, the early spell, and there was a couple of spells where maybe we were a bit flat, but there was probably about 70 minutes of that game. They just couldn't cope with our pressing and then, yeah. and then our quality on the ball. Well, on the Altrincham forum, they seem pretty adamant that that's going to be the last time they play us now. That's, that seems to be the. And well, I, I, I hope they're right. Can you blame them? No. They've seen themselves, Kells, get absolutely hammered. And you can't even put it down to them being in bad form because it's not just them we're doing it to. And now the next thing is to step it up and do it against the teams up at the top with us. That's, that's just the one, one thing missing now. That, that's, that is literally the next challenge. But we have. Our, our 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 guest has arrived, so we have another challenge ahead of us. And he's probably listening to that, thinking, um, "Oh God, <laughs> we, we have another challenge ahead of us on Saturday." Uh, and there has been lots of comments in in the comments, funnily enough, uh, about about Larkhill. Like, you know, how many will they bring? What you know, what's the what's the sort of the the situation surrounding? Sorry, Lark Hall, not Larkhill. I do apologise. I know we're gonna we'll get him on now. Anyway, we're gonna get Paul Russell on. Who is the uh, chairman of the Larkhall Supporters uh, Association? So we'll get him on um, and we'll have a chat with Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening. Good evening. Are you well? Yeah, very much so. Really looking forward to uh, Saturday, to say the least. Very exciting for us. Good, good. Okay, um, well, I'll start off, obviously, welcome welcome to the Scarf Bagara War Fans podcast for, for Stockport County. Um, tell, firstly, tell us a bit about Lark Hall, sort of like a potted history, current situation at the club, that kind of thing. Okay, well, um, we were founded in 1914 and we're based in, um, in Bath and it's a village within the city limits of Bath, so it's on the eastern edge of the city. 
and um, the football ground is on a hill above the village and um, coaches can't get actually get up to the ground. There's two narrow country roads, so they can only get sort of halfway up. So one of the tasks of our secretary is always to let the opposition know that they can't get a coach into the ground and they have to drop off halfway up the hill. Um, it's a fantastic picturesque ground. Um, I absolutely love it. I think it's one of the selling points of the club. Is is It's a bit of an effort and a bit of a trek to get there, but once you get there, it's really worth it. And um, as we're watching a game, just above us is Salisbury Hill, which is the, the very hill that Peter Gabriel sang about. I don't know whether you remember that particular song. Ah, Salisbury yeah. Hill is right up there above the ground. Um, and to the right of that, you can kind of see sort of the city below you so it's um if the football's not great which actually most of the time it is pretty good but if it's not you can always have a look at the view because it's fantastic well you're in for a treat as well then on saturday because we're right under the flight path for manchester airport so not quite not quite salisbury hill but I must admit, I have, I have flew to Edinburgh and I saw Stockport's ground below. I thought it was Staleybridge Celtic to begin with, but uh, then I realised it was, uh, and then I realised it was Stockport. Hey, hey, <laughs> so yeah, so we formed in 1914. Um, we've played in local leagues, a lot of our, a lot of our uh, history. Um, I got involved, started to support them in about 2008, and really since that time, things have. It's, no credit to me, by the way. I just happened to be a supporter at probably, arguably, the best time in Larkhall Athletics history when we got promoted from Tier 6 to ultimately to Tier 4, to tier four where we are now. So we're in Southern League um, Division 1 South. So we're three levels be below Stockport County, and it's the highest level that we've we've ever played at. We've been there, I think this is our eighth season. Um, our first season, we got to the playoff final and lost to Stratford Town, who... You may remember played Shrewsbury Town earlier on this season in the FA yeah. Cup. And they beat us 3-2 in an incredibly exciting game up at their place in front of about a 1,000 people. Um, and since then, we've sort of bounced around in the middle middle of the league. But in the last, unfortunately, COVID in 2019-20 really prevented us possibly getting to the playoffs. So the season was um, ended because of COVID in March 2020 and we we're in fourth place. And uh, you, you need to be in the top five to get a playoff. And so obviously we lost that opportunity um, and I think we would have had a good chance of getting to the playoffs that year. The year after, we only played seven league games before um, the season was finished. But we did have a really good FA Cup run, got to the third qualifying round. Um, and this season, although we're in 10th place, we've got games in hand and if we win them, we'll be about three points behind the playoffs. Uh, we got a really good point last night at second place, Siren Sester away from home. I couldn't be at the match myself, but um, it's a great draw. That if they'd have won, they'd have um, gone top. So we had a late equaliser there with our new signing scoring, um, the um, new signing Jack Pearson Brown scoring our late equaliser. So yeah, it's been fantastic. I mean, we we, we got promoted to the Southern League in um, our uh, centenary year. We did the League and Cup double, and our current manager Ollie Price was um, part of that team. And in fact, Ollie Price, our manager, also scored our first goal at Southern League level in the first game, I think, at Tiverton back in 20, 2014. So we feel like we've got a really good squad this year. Um, we've had a few changes because we've had a change of manager. Ollie, as a former player, came in to replace Phil Bater, who was um, a defender for Bristol Rovers. We were really lucky to have him at the club for four All or right. five years. 
Um, I think he made about 450 league appearances for Bristol Rovers, Brentford, Wrexham. Um, he left the club at the end of November, halfway through the trophy run. And since Ollie's come in we've, um, with his assistant, Tom Warren, um, we've um, won another two rounds. And so here we are, a um, couple, two or three days before we play Stockport County, which is you know, unbelievable. Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to say I've, I've been looking, I've been doing my homework as, as any as any good podcaster should, you know. Um, and you've, I think you've played five games to get to this point, haven't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I think we've lost once in our last eight league and cup games. So prior to last night's draw, we'd won the previous three. So yeah, we've played five rounds. I've been to all of those games. Um, we, we've um, we beat Slingbridge three-one in the opening uh, in the first qualifying round. We were behind early on, but came back to win that three-one. Um, we then probably the performance of the round was at Poulton, again another team at our level. Their local rivals to us, the ten or eleven miles down the road, and we we beat them five-one at their place. I mean they're in fifth in our league, so that was a tremendous win. We were two-nil up after three minutes. Um, and then at Marlow, we won on penalties. Uh, it was probably the one game where Marlow were actually the best side overall, but we we scored first, we dug in. Marlow, very good side. They're at a comparable level to us in the Isthmian League. Um, and um, we, we just hung in. Uh, we were 2-1 down, got a lake equaliser through Joe Hillard. And then we won the penalty shootout, which was mad. I mean, it must have been 20 penalties. It, it, it swayed one way or the other. Um, our goalkeeper took um, a, a, a penalty and he hit the foot of the post, um, and that just kind of summed up the madness of it all. But we managed to um, we managed to do it, and that made the journey back to to Bath a sweet one. <laughs> and then um, Phil Beta decided to leave the club. We got Ollie Ollie in, and his first task, along with Tom, was to manage the team when we played at Wimborne Town, which is one level above us, and um, they are bottom of the league. Um, but they're still one level above us. And uh, we won there 2-1. A um, couple of cracking goals from us. Um, and and then, of course, we played AFC Tottenham, which are at our level, but are, I think they're third in the league at the moment. And we came from behind to win that 2-1. Um, so, yeah, in front of a crowd of nearly around 400, which is massive for us. You know, Do you know what? I noticed that when I, was, when I was doing my little bit of research the other night, Paul's lovely to, lovely to meet you. Um, I was looking on, on your website, which is a great website, by the way, you know, because, um, you know, not 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 all websites at the different levels of all that are necessarily fantastic. It's a really good website, the history of the club, the information about the, the players, the season. And, yeah, one thing I noticed was that I think I think I might have seen you had lost the league game to Tottenham in front of maybe right. 150. Is that mm. right at all? That's right. And then there was, that. Yeah. there was double that amount at the at the trophy game. So that made me think there's some excitement in the town, right, around this tie against, uh, well, around the run uh, and, and the potential for what's become, a, I guess, a big draw for you now, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, the atmosphere for the for the Tottenham Cup game was fantastic. I've never known anything, anything like it. I mean, um, we have a pop-up club shop on the day, um, and uh, I was I was part I was part of that on the day, and we sold we shifted loads of scarves, loads of different stuff. I mean, it's good quality stuff. I mean, as you can see, you know, it's um, <laughs> nice. we've got plenty of we've got plenty of merchandise, um, and and it was um, actually we deserved to get a point against Tottenham in the league mm-hmm. game. We were quite unfortunate not to, but we kind of got our revenge in the cup game. But I was saying to their supporters that you know that I'm probably. They'll, probably forget it if they get promoted at the end of the season, which is a possibility. Um, but obviously, I think they were kind of expecting maybe to, to come to our place and beat us. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we did it and we deserved it. Absolute sheer yeah. graft and spirit from the whole team, really. 
Um, one of the other things that's happened to us during the cup run is that we've lost our two strikers um, who've got 21 goals between them. So um, for the Wimborne match onwards, we've had a complete change of, well, we've had a, a considerable change up front with mm-hmm. um, Brad Norris. He's, um, he's, he scored the winner against AFC Tottenham. And um, he's, he's in our third spell with us. He's a bath lad, so it's great to have him back. And we've also got Dan Demke, who started his career at Southampton. He's been around a few clubs and um, played for our current manager, Oli Price, uh, at Mangotsfield and scored quite a few goals for them. So he's back for his second spell with us. And that's you know what I noticed? really, really well. I, I, noticed, I noticed in my research as well that like, loads of your players have played for Mangotsfield, if I got that right. Yeah. What's the what's yeah, the manager, yeah. coaching players for Mangersfield? And then <laughs> did, did your, was your manager there at one time as well? Am I putting yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of churn with players around around clubs that are close to us. You know, particularly mm-hmm. quite a lot of our players are sort of from from the Bristol area, and Mangersfield is one of our closest clubs. So they're South Gloucestershire, but they're on the they're on the edge of Bristol. They're on the eastern edge of Bristol, and um, and they're in our league. Although traditionally they have been a, a bigger club than us. Um, but we've kind of we've kind of caught them up over over the last few years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do have quite a few players, um, and our management team have, have both been at uh, Mangotsfield in their time. So it's you know I mean yeah I could bore you to death all night about <laughs> this stuff to be honest. To, to be honest, but I mean Edgeley Park is another level for us. I mean I was looking at your recent record and it's pretty scary really. I think you scored five goals at home in, in three of the last four home games, and the other yeah. game you scored four. And you won four one at Altrincham last night, so yeah. it's good. It's a massive task for us. But I mean, we're 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 excited. We're you know the players are excited about it. The management team are excited about it. The club officials are just are absolutely excited about it. And and all our volunteers, because we are a volunteer run club, you know the only people who really get paid are the, are the, are the players. Um, it's it's a it's a moment for them to really savour it. I mean, I'm a Warsaw fan. I've always have been a Warsaw supporter. Um, and I've never never got the opportunity to go to Edgeley Park. And I don't know why I never did, because I've supported Warsaw for such a long time. So I'm really looking forward to it on another level for that reason as well, because it's um, it's my kind of football ground. So I look very much look forward to it. Um, and of course, Stockport and Warsaw have some things in common. You're a small club next to bigger yeah. clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but but yeah, but hey, I'm not here to talk about Warsaw, though, but I'm here to talk about <laughs> them. So, so yeah, I mean, I've, I've followed them since 2008. Um, so um, and I've, I've been in, I've been a supporter and um, I've been involved in setting up with other supporters the supporters club, which has worked really well. So we get an average gate of about 150, and we've got about 50 members. So it's been it's been great, and it's just been a pleasure to to be part of it. So how many how many fans do you think you're going to bring then? Considering that your home attendance is around about the 150 mark, am I, yeah. am I about right on that? I think it'll be between 150 and 200. Okay. We've got, I think, Which is, it's in. more than a lot of teams in this league. Bring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, isn't it? It really it is. Really is. is. Yeah. 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 I'm, sure, I'm sure, like Dover, for example, or Maidenhead. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, it's a big day for us. It's it's our cup final, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 a nice distraction from, from the league. I mean, we've, I'm guessing the crowd's going to be probably be around 3,000, two and a half, 3,000, do you think? I, th- I think we've sold around three thousand so far. Oh wow! What I saw someone saying before, yeah. So, so might might be a bit closer to four. So that would be fantastic. What's the thing with the gate receipts in this? I know FA Cup is split between split, the two sides. Is it the same in the trophy? Oh, good. Well, yeah, excellent. once all everything's taken out, I think it's it's mm. basically receipts that split between the two clubs. 
Because you're so, normally talking 18 quid pay on the gate, but with it being the cup, the cup games have been a tenner, haven't they? This that's great. I uh, think that you'll get more is, through the gate. I mean, I think that's exactly it. Really, it does, yeah. really support that. I mean, I think it's yeah. just common sense judgment, and yeah. uh, and you'll get a few more through 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 the gate. And we want to play in front of as many as possible. I think absolutely. We played in front of, I think we played in front of 2000 at Edgar Street when Hereford were coming back through the divisions. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. And that's probably our, our biggest gate, but that's going to be trumped on on, on Saturday yeah. for, for sure. Because um, you beat Grimsby 4 0 in the last round, didn't you? We did. Yes. We did. Yeah. And there was a, probably about 3,000 there. I know they would have bought a few, but not many actually, because um, with, with the FA 12 people then, they didn't bring many. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be a decent crowd at Edgeley Park because, again, yeah. just with the excitement, if you've been playing us earlier in the season, Paul, when we were struggling a bit and kind of mid table, um, but, but maybe different, but there's there's really some, some excitement now in the in the fan base around around um, around Saturday. And, 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 and just as an added kind of detail on it, I don't know whether you know, but at the Altrincham game last night, we couldn't have as many fans as we normally would have, even for a local derby, because there's they, they've got issues with their stadium in terms of the yeah. capacity. So there'll, there'll be plenty who'll be like, well, we just won 4-1, well, I didn't get to see that, I want yeah. to come along and see yeah. this next one. So I think he'll play in front of a decent crowd and a, a decent atmosphere. Well, I mean, we're certainly, certainly going to look forward to it. I mean, we're going to approach the game as we always do. We want to win it. I mean, you know, why not? Of course we, of course we do. And we'll, we'll, we'll approach it in a, in a professional manner. Uh, we've got a good, we've got a good team. We've got a good spine. I mean, I, you know, the, the team generally has been sort of, it's been fantastic under the adversity of the managerial change and one or two players leaving. But we, the nucleus of the, t- of the squad that we've got is, is, has been there for three, four, five years now. And it shows, it shows in the spirit that they show, particularly against AFC Tottenham um, and, and throughout the season. Um, we've got a good spine. We've got, you know, um, our goalkeeper, Sean Simmons. He's from Cornwall. His mum's coming up all the way from Cornwall, I think, to, 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 to watch the game. Um, and, and Tanya gets to some home games anyway. So she's a, very much a follower of the Larks. And we've got, um, we've got really solid sort of centre-back pairing, uh, Mike Baker and, and Josh Jones, the, the latter is back from injury. Um, and we've got um, silk and steel in the middle, if you like, with with um, Matt, Matt Britton, who's pro- I think he scored eight goals this season. He loves the tackle. He picks a pass, and he he's um, he can shoot. So, and he's got you know a number of players who potentially could be around him on the day, who who will complement sort of his style. And we've got Alex Lambert, number seven, who's our winger. He can he can play on either flank. And he's probably in the form of his life at the moment. He's been brilliant for us in the last few weeks. He's been with us probably for four or five years, and he's been um, he's been great. So um, you know, you never know, do you? It's a one-off. It's going to yeah, be tough for it. us, but we're in yeah. good form, yeah. as as are you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never know in the cup. It's you know, we saw That's in the it. FA Cup as recently as last week. There was a few, a few, uh, a few shocks, wasn't there? And yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to be said for. There's a lot to be said for Spurred and a lot to be said for a settled team, um, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, I think, that's it. I think in our dual role as part of the Stockport Tourist Board as well, we should offer our advice to our visiting fans. Uh, don't forget to bring sunglasses to the scoreboard. We're not joking. It, that, that's oh, yeah. not a joke. It's genuinely terrible. If you're anywhere, it's, it's the brightest screen I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> There's no it's need big. for anything to be that bright. It's bright as <laughs> well. It's not just the size. <laughs> I mean, I mean, funnily enough, is um, the, the players and the number of supporters are coming up on the Friday, and they're going to be staying Friday and Saturday. So there'll be a boost 
boost to the receipts of the tourist board locally, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so, so I think we've got a couple of coaches coming up, but one's coming up on Friday and the players are staying over on the Friday and Saturday, as I say. I'll be coming up on the Saturday and coming back um, and we should get there early enough to really soak it in. Um, I understand there's some good pubs around the ground, is that correct? Yes, oh, yes. absolutely. Yes, yeah. plenty of yeah. pubs, plenty of good pubs. Avoid, avoid the and pineapple. Okay, <laughs> okay. And how yes. about the social club attached to the football club? Is, will we be able to access that if we need it, if we could? Or? Shut down now that. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. Yeah, I do, but I'm not sure if they sell, do they sell alcohol in the away end now, Ross? Do you know? don't think they do. I might, no. but someone might correct me for that, but I don't think they do. But you, you, you're not short of pubs around the grounds. Honestly, it's there's 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 lots and lots, too many to name actually. Although we could name them, there are too many. Yeah. To, to, yeah. <laughs> we could all name them. We could all name them. Yeah. And as you come out of the train station, for people to come on the train, you walk up the cobbled steps out of the station, and there's a there's a pub called the Armory, just to pick one right there on the roundabout, which is a which is yeah. a which is a nice old pub, and you get a, you get a mixture of home and away supporters in there. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah. the other thing to mention, as as I think Nick was saying on the podcast the other week, is that um, don't be mistaken the area around Stockport County's ground for Stockport Town Centre because yeah. it isn't. It's it's <laughs> it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a district called Edgeley, which does have pubs, but kind of yeah. the shops would you'd think what's wrong with Stockport? It's kind of just got lots of news agents and yeah. and uh, you know. I mean, kind the of, town um, centre is not much better, but, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just get our facts straight, though. Yeah, it, it, we're, we're, yeah. If you're looking for Marks and Spencers, we haven't got one of them either in the town centre. <laughs> we, we have got a town centre, and we've got like an old town, which is which is which is right in the the town, which which is kind of a bit of development and kind of you know like independent pubs and bars and shops and things like that. Um, well, uh, uh, the yeah. ground you can see it, can't you? It's coming on the train. As, yeah. you, as you come mm-hmm. in north, as going yeah, north, can. it's just on the left-hand side. So, so it's just—I suppose it's the other side of, of that, isn't it? It's—it's it's the, the town centre to one side and and the edge. Yeah. What the you need other. to do is you need to t- turn turn left as you turn left as you come out the train station for County. Turn right for the town. That's what you need to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul, just one last thing before we let you go. Um, yeah. Jack, issue. We got we got a comment here. If we get three and a half thousand, potentially that's fifteen thousand for you. How much would that help your? How much would that help the club out in terms of running oh, costs and things like that? I mean, you know, immensely. I mean, we've actually made. I think we've made. I think. Let's say we lost on Saturday. Okay, let's just say we lost, and I think we get fifteen hundred pounds for that, and I think that would make our total winnings to about seventeen and a half thousand pounds through those through those five rounds. So you know, I mean, that three and a half thousand gate, fifteen thousand. I mean, that's you know, that's a lot of money for a club like us, and it, it'd be well on the way. To helping us for for an entire season, I would say. I haven't got the exact figures in terms yeah, of yeah, our running yeah. costs and stuff, but I mean, it's all you know. It would we're volunteer run, so it's uh, and we are well run. I mean, we're, we're financially managed really well, um, but obviously that amount of money would 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 significantly help us and and maybe help us kick on in the league, which is still our priority. Yeah. I'm I'm interested um, in. Do you see yourself as naturally a club at this level, Paul, or do you you know other amb- ambitions to 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 compete at a higher level? It sounds like they're not. I think you know. I, I think there's no, absolutely no reason why we can't get promoted out of this out of the division that we're in. It's a very competitive league. There's lots of really good teams, but it's fairly even. There's probably eight, nine, ten teams that could get promoted, and I think we I think we are potentially one of them. We do punch above our weight. Um, we we. we 
players often come back to us because they, you know, often players really, really enjoy being with, with the club. I mean, it's, it's a bit of a cliche, but most people talk about us as being quite a friendly club. Um, and I think, I mean, we're ambitious. We do want to go up to the to the next level. The Southern, the Southern Premier Division would be a different kettle of fish financially. Um, there's much bigger clubs in it, but of course there's bigger clubs in the league that we're in. But there's absolutely no reason why we can't we can't get promoted and and and. But we I don't think we throw money at it that we haven't got to stay there. I think we're quite practical about it. Um, I think where we are is probably our natural level, but I I think uh, going up a level is also something that's realistic if we if we plan for it. And um, yeah, if we plan for it, it's a possibility. Okay. Good stuff. Okay, uh, one last message from a. Uh, a uh, a watcher Use, username checks out happy hatter she says let's make these guys welcome on saturday show them the best of stockport absolutely and i'm sure i'm sure your officials and uh, and you know club people will get um a very very well good welcome from mark stock because it's uh, our club's turned around a lot in the, in the past 10 years hasn't it so i'm sure you'll be you'll be welcome with open arms and uh, i mean you know I think, yeah, we, we're very much looking forward to it. We have no doubts that we're going to get a warm welcome, whatever whatever the score is, and we're just going to enjoy the day, make the most of it, and see 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 where it takes us on the pitch. Um, and also, I'd like to say, it'd be great to see Stockport County back as a football league club. You know, I'd, I'd much rather have a Stockport County in the league than a Stevenage or a Crawley. Thanks very yes. much. So, Wasn't we all? Um, <laughs> yeah. So you know, we need we need some of these older traditional football league clubs um, back. And uh, and it looks like you could be on the way. Oh, yeah. we like you. You can come back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not just. I mean, we, we don't need him. We don't need to be playing for Lock Hall for Paul to come on, do we? No, <laughs> no, no, we'll of get, get rid of you, no. mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, Paul. Thank you very much for your time. It's very much appreciated. Um, no, great. And as I say, we're all looking forward to it. And for our club, it's about you know, for the volunteers who've been with us for a year. We've got volunteers who've been involved in the club in one way, shape or form, player, manager to whatever, um, who've been involved in so many different ways for 50 years or more. And, you know, this day's for them if it's for anybody. Um, yeah. And um, we can't wait. Good stuff. Enjoy. Right. Might see you on Saturday then. Cheers. Yeah. And have a Thank good you. time. See you, Cheers. All the best, mate. Bye. Enjoy. Take Bye. care. Bye now. Bye. Bye. What a lovely guy. Wasn't Absolutely. He? Yeah. yeah. Um, I almost yeah. going to feel bad about beating him now. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's interesting, when it, isn't it, on Saturday? Let, I mean, let's let, what we'll do is we'll flip back to Altrincham and then we'll talk, we'll, we'll do a proper preview of the Lark Hall game on, on Saturday um, because our other esteemed guest has arrived who's going to join us for the Alti chat and also sort of uh, stay for the rest of the show as well. Um, I haven't got a transition for him. That's a bit rubbish, isn't it? Shall I just use pie, the... pie makers review? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we should have done a special pie makers transition. I tell you what, we'll do this kind of transition. So we're going to welcome on uh, Andy from Eight Days a Week. Hello, welcome, Andy. You okay? Oh yeah, good. Thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. This has absolutely been a logistical nightmare for me. Me, 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 me left my index fingers hurting because I've been pressing my buttons too much. 
<laughs> since we started the show. <laughs> anyway, how, how are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, good, thanks, pal. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. What we're going to do? To the bedroom. Um, it's what? You sort of have you been to the bedroom? Yeah. Been relegated. EastEnders is on after that, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about Alty because I think I saw you there last night. Anyway, was you there last yeah. night? I was. Yeah, yeah. So we got in a little bit late. So um, my mate who drove us, he said, "Oh, we'll park at this pub. It's not far from the ground. Uh, a mile and a half away. We had to run, <laughs> and we missed the first fifteen minutes. So that was fun." Nice. So that's yeah. what first that fifteen was. minutes. That's about four goals, isn't it? Normally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was a bit of a pain in the backside. But never mind. Missed the Sarsovic goal, but managed to see Will Collar's absolute thunder cunt. Excuse the language. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got there for the collar one, Andy. I was about to ask you that. Nice to meet yeah. you, by the way. I'm Jonathan. You too, mate. Yeah. I'm glad you got there for the collar one because um, it was a, it was it was a cracker, wasn't it? It was incredible. I mean, the angle from behind the goal as well. Like you could just see it, and the, the keeper didn't even bother to move. It's like you just knew as soon as he set himself exactly where that ball was going. I love the um, someone's filmed it from in the alt end behind the yeah. goal, and they're all shouting abuse at the keeper. So, like, well, yeah. what's he meant to do apart from get the sub keeper on as well and still not save it? That's it, yeah. Fuck it, was, off. it was just incredible, yeah. Like, I mean, it, there's it, a reason. It, it, oh, sorry. I was going to say, it was it was amazing actually being in the ground. And I, I was saying at the top of the show, right, I was right behind it. So, but it was it was amazing how people around me, oh, it's almost like, you know, with Chinese whispers, when you hear something for the third, second, third, fourth time, it gets better and better. Yeah. And, or it gets more wild. Yeah. People going, did you see that? Did you see it? Did you see the swerve? It started from the outside of the post. Cristiano Ronaldo, is it? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like you know, it, yeah. it didn't swerve that much, it just arrowed into the top yeah. corner, did it? Yeah, it was just direct. It was like oh. Yeah. I he actually placed it, didn't he? Yeah. You know, it's like it's like uh, I, I think I compared him to Bobby Charlton after the game, but you know, Bobby Charlton might have blasted it. He's he side footed in the top corner pretty much, didn't he? Yeah. Like he, he knew exactly where he was putting it. Yeah, it was, it was a very, very good goal. I mean, he's just been incredible recently anyway, hasn't he? He's been easily our best player for the last few weeks, and that's saying something. Yeah. Like, I think he's like nine nine direct goal con- contributions in his last six games or something. Yeah. Just, just something ridiculous. Mental. Just shackles are off. Yeah, there's a reason he was playing in the SPL last season. You know, yeah. he's, he's that good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so generally about the game, I mean, four different scorers. Um, I, I would say a comfortable win in the end. And I, I was a bit like, I think you said, Nick, we signed, they signed three players and I was a bit nervous. Um, yeah. You know, especially to get when, that early goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. On the on the way up, I was saying to, saying to my lad, look, I'm a bit nervous about this. They've got Osborne. Osborne Osborne's no... Uh, he's no slouch, is he? You know, he's no he's no social loafer, should we say? Yeah. Um, and then obviously Hume, I know Hume's put a bit of timber on, and he, uh, and he and he started on the bench anyway. But still, it just it felt like it was almost like a training match towards the end. Yeah, it looked very, very um, a bit too relaxed, for, especially at some parts of the game. At the end of the first half, looked very relaxed, and the last 10, 15 minutes again, we just seemed to just take the foot off the pedal a bit and we just let them in and that's when their goal came. Yeah. Well, did you, did you notice though, even even late on, um, 
even late on, we we, we took the foot off off the pedal in terms of when when we're in possession, but when we're out of possession. I think uh, Chaloner mentioned it in his post match. The counter press, they were still hunting in packs. Yeah, there was there was there was one point. Stop. I know there was one point towards the end because I I was stood in the in the far corner. There was a, there was four four of our lads chasing down their right back to get the ball off him within like yeah, between yeah. seventy five and eighty minutes. Well, I was I mean, listening to the only commentary yeah. and they said that on yeah. the commentary. The, the way they were talking about it, it was like they'd just seen fire for the first time. Or just <laughs> the wheel, so. like, and then there was, like, there was like four of them round him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Phone it up and there's four of them round him. All right, lads. I remember that, that instant you're talking about it. And one of them was Ash Palmer. Was, what was he doing there? Chasing the guy into the corner flag. I think, then, I think, well, I think, and then, and then once um, we, I mean, once what, whatever happened, he spinned it back to the center where it was supposed yeah. to be, you know, but they're, they're, they've clearly got some very clear instructions that this is what you do. And I think, I think I agree, Andy, that yeah, we went flat for those couple of spells, but then I think kind of collectively they remembered. Oh, we 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 we'll we'll be in trouble if we don't go back into that dressing room having really pressed for the whole 90, 91, 92 minutes, because that's clearly what Chalinev is expecting of them. Not just not just requesting, but expecting, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but Chalinev coming in, it's just it's chalk and cheese, isn't it, from where we was at the start of the season. And thank God we made the decision when we did. If we'd have gone into that Bolton game with Steve Rusk in charge, we'd have been absolutely done. Mm. Would have been ruined. I mean, we'd have probably never made it to Bolton if Russ could have stayed any longer. So, yeah, because didn't we struggle to get well, not struggle, but Stanford the first 20 minutes or so? We were paying them quite a bit of respect, and I seem to remember one or two balls flashing across the goal mouth yeah. <laughs> yeah. in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it's, it's, it, it's, it's startling, isn't it? Because that you know, Challenger talks about that counter press, we can talk about it all day long, but that that desire to get the ball back as soon as you've lost it. And I don't know if you, I don't know if he puts the seconds on it, you know, it's got to be back within five seconds or what all the time. Those lads, those lads that were playing last night, I noticed he, he didn't make substitutions till late on as well, but they, they know that say, say South of males, for example, he knows if he does not press for that whole match, Minion will be in the next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that's to it. do it. He's got to do it, and that, mm. and that's what we're getting out of him now. We've got these sort of suppositions for every every position on the pitch. Mm-hmm. That, that strengthening depth is going to start to play a real real key part in our season. Well, that that was going to be my point with Mark Kitchen because the last few weeks he's been revitalised, playing playing left centre back. It's like he's perfect there, and now he's got someone breathing down his neck, and he's not even guaranteed a spot. Is he going to be going back to? Like, is he going to come and compete with Rydell at wing back or? So in turn, Rydell's Rydell's yeah. ass is twitching now as well. Well, yeah, I yeah. Think it's going to be like that definitely. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, Kitchen didn't have his best game by any stretch last night, but no. he was still solid enough. Yeah. And I think you know Johnson looked a bit uneasy when he came on. I think he was mm-hmm. he made the error for the goal, but yeah, I think the, the the strength in depth is just frightening now. Mm. It's like like years ago, we'd have been crying out to be winning games four 0 I know we're just finding it a little bit too easy, which can be a worry. Oh, it's a bit complex. It's, like, it's like playing FIFA on the lowest difficulty setting, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> just it not does, even looking. <laughs> yeah. It does it does for a manager though, like like the position challenge is in, it does snowball, especially with with, with players like Ryan Johnson bringing him in, in bringing him in because four nil up, it's money in the bank, isn't it? You can put him on. He can. He can. He can have a mistake to lead, that leads to a goal four-one. 
doesn't really matter. You do that when you, you when your backs are against the wall and, you, and it's one all or you you're losing one nil or something, and it's everyone's at your, down your neck, aren't they? Yeah, you, you'll be straight out like Hogan was when he made his mistakes, mm. and that's the club captain. You know, he was straight out of the team. What you should do is just extend it. If if you're gonna bring people on where you're like four 0 up, just pick a fan out of the. <laughs> I was gonna say I'd love it, but I, I'm like a lang a languid number ten, so I'd be shit at the pressing. I'd be straight off. I wouldn't be getting back in next week. They'd have, they'd have to put Madden back in, and I think it'd probably be the right decision on balance. Should we should we just call up this fact from uh, Ryan Moore? I did see this on Twitter actually under Rusk. Uh, 41 game uh, tenure. We scored 61 goals, 1.5 goals a game. Challen has been in charge for 12 games and it's 34 goals, nearly three a game. Um, same players, pretty much. Yeah. Discuss. Same players. I think it's a, it's a mentality thing, right? It's 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 being. I guess. I mean, I think he. I think Challen used the word in his one of his very first interviews that players need to be stretched. That's the word he used. And and I think he's. I, I get the impression that that's that there's obviously tactical things he's done, but if there's one big thing that he's done, it's it's this it's it's you know it's expecting them to to fulfil their potential and fulfil because you know they're they're players who've played at League Two and League One level, right? quite a few of these guys. Yeah, I well, mean overall we've got a League Two squad, and yeah. the, the mentality is a step above. And he has just like you said, the shackles are taken off. He's he's just come in. He's let the players play. And it's all well and good, like under Rusk. It's like, yeah, but we we played eighty eight passes between right back and centre back. That's fine. We still lost two one though, mate. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's neither here nor there, is it? It's like you yeah. win or you lose, and you've just got to put in maximum. And that's what these players are now starting to show that they can do. They're putting the effort in to go along with the ability. Do you know one thing I saw on the yellow board the other day was, um. Uh, some, somebody said that um, you know that we look back on Rusk and say, well, it was it was a mistake to, to hire him, and I think with with respect we would say that. But what somebody said was that you know he was highly regarded, and one of the facts about him is that he was um, being mentored by Gareth Southgate, which I didn't know that. But what it kind of made me think of is that my frustration watching England is that we're quite you know we're kind of really cautious and yeah. pass the ball a yeah. lot and lots of. Lots of possession, but you that know, makes sense, but, we're, 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 but yeah, but we're, with Jack Grealish, you know, let him, let him run at the defense, and yeah, you know, like really good players, just let them just let them do their thing because they're because they're pretty good, our forwards, right? And and if they're if they're guys who are good enough to play in the like the level above, it's like it's the obvious thing to do, isn't it? Just unleash them, yeah. Is this yeah. is this what like Norwich? You know, like Norwich and Fulham do the sort of yo-yo between the championship where you can you can really get at teams, you can go gung ho and and really be a bit direct and it works with good mm. players. As soon as you get into the Premier League, it's all sideways passing, tippy tappy, and, and you, you you get found out a bit. Well, I've said it before; they shouldn't be allowed in the Premier League. There should be that league in between, and it's just it's just like Norwich, yeah. West Brom, and Fulham playing each other every week. Until <laughs> yeah. End of time. Yeah, it's always them three well. clubs. Yeah, yeah. It's always the same three: Norwich, yeah. Fulham, West Brom. They go up, they come down, they go up. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed back up yeah. the following season if you've been yeah. that crap. Yeah. Just sod you, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So that went down. were up and they got like nine points. Yeah, they should have yeah. never been allowed back in the league again. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. Well, you start. You've completed it, mate. You start. You start <laughs> from the league now. Start from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, I think I think that'll be interesting. You know, I'm going to say when we get to the when we get to the league. Um, I guess that you know what 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 Chalaner is doing is he's is he's he's expecting the players to you know to do that, fulfil their potential, press teams, bully teams, really. You know, there'll, there'll come a point where we can't bully teams every week. There'll come a point where I guess the game can't just be about all out attack the whole time. And I don't know, we'll, we'll have to be a bit more cagey, have different game plans when we're playing teams of our kind of level on a on a on a weekly basis. Or I don't know, is is Chalner's approach a bit like you know Jurgen Klopp to Liverpool? Doesn't matter who you're playing, you just you just press them, you just go at them. Well, look uh, at the Bolton games. Yeah, particularly yeah. replay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just, who gives a shit? What what level are that? Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, absolutely. That's what we did there. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know Just about that. Believe in yourself. Yeah, but the, the Bolton game—it was a free hit. You, you can yeah, just go out and yeah, attack yeah. them, yeah. and it doesn't really—it doesn't really matter. I, I, I'd like to think, I'd hope, and I'd like to think that as we, as we do go to the leagues, because we are, uh, going to, um, that he would, he would be adaptable. Yeah, but you, but you oh, never yeah, know, yeah. do you? I'm, I'm confident. That's not me, like raising doubts, you know. But I was just—I guess I was—I th- was thinking about the West Ham game in the cup, where that was such a tactical performance, wasn't it? Because yeah, we yeah. clearly didn't have players at the same level. But what we did was we had that shape for the whole ninety minutes. You know what I mean? So I guess we'll just—it'll just be interesting the challenges that we come up against as we as we as we go forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, in in doing some research for this podcast, because I, d- I do research for podcasts. Um, I've got deja vu then, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to other podcasts, other fan podcasts, and the one that made my ears prick up quite a lot was I listened to the Chesterfield podcast. Um, Why were they talking about you? No, no. Um, <laughs> but they were saying, and, and get on this, they were saying that they fully expect to be in the EFL next season, um, and they think that they should have 10 more points than they have Currently, because because listen listen Nick don't interrupt because <laughs> because they've uh, other teams have scored late goals against them on three or four occasions this season so they they, they believe they should be ten points ahead, even further ahead no they should just learn to defend for ninety minutes well you were on where you're listening did you uh, contribute any money to their crowdfunder to buy some <laughs> class and some class and decorum. That'll be why they're conceding goals like on. If the players are only on eighty percent wages, they're only gonna play for eighty percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's getting snipped. That's <laughs> <laughs> me getting some dodgy one star reviews now, isn't there? Chesterfield are gonna write come on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it did. It did, it, and it, it, it boiled me piss a bit actually because they were they were talking as well about um, about like who else should they sign with their prize money from the Chelsea match? I'm thinking the prize money from getting absolutely battered and humiliated on national television. Yeah, but they, they'll get prize money for it, won't they? Yeah, it's still, it's still, yeah. It, it's it's like it's like going on a naked attraction. It's like oh, I got paid a grand. It's like yeah, but everyone's seen your dick. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've, got, I've got a grand it's like <laughs> everyone's seen your dick mate. Yeah. everyone's seen off. Chesterfield's dick and it's not pretty yeah. do you know what I saw that on match of the day and I guess it maybe is what we would do as well but when they score their goal and they were 5-0 down when they score the goal and the reaction in the, behind the goal from their fans it's like they scored the winner yeah they were, yeah, they were really were going mental behind there. There was no need for the limbs. There really wasn't, wasn't, was there? The no, problem is, there was no argument about scenes, it as well. Scenes are okay, but not limbs. No, that's it. it. It was genuinely like, yes, yeah. this is the yeah. best thing that's yeah. ever happened to anyone. Yeah, Just, yeah no irony. No. No. 
there was a there was a fact a fun fact actually that I, I enjoyed reading and I'm trying to find it on Twitter so I can tell you. But uh, one of our fans tweeted um that playing the European champions isn't for everyone. Um and then shared uh images of the team, the Liverpool team that we played back in the 70s, I think, uh after in the FA Cup after they'd won the European Cup. Um, and it was nil-nil at our place, and then we took them back to Anfield, or I might have got that reversed wrong. Um, and then it was nil-nil at full-time at their place, and they beat us 2 nil after extra time. So, um, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a you know, a second-string team. Obviously, you know, they didn't really have them in the 70s. The, the, you know, the list, the team is like Kenny Dalgleish and, you know, all these sorts of players that were really, you know, Bruce Grobelaar was in net, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, wow. Um, well, maybe we shouldn't talk about Chesterfield too much because you know it is no. a Stockport County podcast. Sorry, sorry for bringing us. that up, by <laughs> obsessed, mate. No, but I've listened to a Notts County <laughs> one as well. They sound pretty confident that you know they sound confident that they're gonna go and go on a run. And, and I bet you know, every and... single one of us is the same, exactly, exactly, yeah. apart from yeah. the Boring Woods one because they probably don't have a podcast. I wouldn't yeah. imagine. No, I don't think they do. Well, there we go, see. My hunch was right. I've not it's found it. Sure I've not found do, it. Do you know what? In terms of those top like six, seven teams, um, I just looked at the league table last night, and on the BBC, it's got a form table next to it. And what I noticed, I think I put it on yellow board, is that you take the top six teams, and you know each of their last five games, so that's thirty games altogether. There's been one defeat. That was Romley getting beat by Maidenhead, surprisingly. And what that suggests to me is that. You've got this cream at the top of teams who are, you know, ambitious, maybe got some money behind them, um, and they're going to pull away, including us, I would hope. Um, but what that what that then suggests is we can't afford many, if any, slip-ups because it's going to be such a strong... I think, again, somebody replied on the other board since Sutton won last year with two points per game. It's going to be much more than that this year if you want to win the league because yeah. of the strength. So I think there will be confidence, won't there, among the other teams as well. But also there has to be that recognition that, you know, you're not going to... Yeah, there's going to be games against Altrincham where you might win 4-5-1, and five, one, but yeah. the games between each other, right? Some kind of mini-league at the top is going to be key to all of this. I think we need to hammer the absolute fodder, I think, to get the yeah. goal difference yeah. up. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that last four games is looking yeah. absolutely enormous. That's going to be mayhem. Yeah, Wrexham yeah. Wrexham, uh, is, it, is it the current top four? I think the last four games Wrexham, Boreham Wood, Chesterfield, and Halifax final game at home. Oh, wow, uh, it's like, yeah, that's I, I might just tell her this she's not seeing me for a month. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna, gonna sleep in Alexandria Park, I think. Sod it. Is that if we go up though? Yeah, mm. Is that if we go up, you're just going to spend a full month in Alexandra Park on the yeah. test? Oh, no, no, just yeah. in general. Like, what, what, <laughs> I mean, if, uh, if we go up, I'll, I'll have another conversation. But that's a totally separate conversation. <laughs> that. Um, that, that, yeah, that, that last four is just going to be absolutely bonkers. We, we, yeah. It's going to be... If, if, you, if you think uh, we've had a few scrambles for tickets in the last few weeks... Yeah. Then that's going to be chaos, yeah. Yeah, I think they need to sort out the ticketing system before that. Then definitely, it's an awful system. 
Really, yeah. It's such a shame that everything's so spot on. Russ yeah. isn't bothered because he, he manages to get a ticket either way. He's, he's got he's got some magic voodoo. That it's, called, it's, called the, it's, called, it's called the F5 button on my keyboard. That's all it is. Yeah. I did see someone on Yellowboard who, uh, you know, when they released the extra tickets at 12 o'clock, someone on Yellowboard said that he, he phoned up at 5 to 12 and booked tickets for the other home games and then manipulated it so that he was on the phone at like 12. He's like... Oh, I might as well get an Altrincham one. Uh, oh, yeah, right. just, just <laughs> while it occurs to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how you do it. Fantastic. I'll tell you what, I was one of the ones queuing up because I was I was just saying to you before the show, wasn't I? I got down at quarter past 11 because uh, I was lucky enough to be able to. And I would say at 12 o'clock, there was like about 30, 40 fans queuing. Um, so... I, I I imagine most of those got a ticket, but but yeah, if 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 they sent those 30, 40 away to because they'd sell the tickets to people, you know, sitting sitting in their pajamas, I think they'd have had some uh, they've had some they've had some tricky customers on their hands. But that's it. We're we're all on about the online sales and what. When when we, when Chloe was last on, and she's is it next week she's back with us? Uh, yes. Yes, she's back next week. But when Chloe was on, her son no, week after next because we're not doing one week next week. Next. We'll, oh, we'll yeah, of course, that. same thing, isn't it? Um. Yeah, there's some works in the ticket office, and he said for the Bolton game after they'd, like two days after they'd sold out, people are walking into the ticket office like, "Oh, can I can I have a Bolton ticket?" So oh, they sold out. It's like, oh, no one told me. So like, well, what what do you want us to do? Come around your house. <laughs> Go around the street with a loud hailer. It's like Bolton tickets <laughs> are gone. <laughs> well, this is this is something the club have to address, isn't it? And we've spoke about this on previous pods where you know you still have to cater for the older generation, should we say? Whilst pleasing everybody that goes to the games has gone historically, you know, you, you they should be they should be hiring some sort of pecking order than than day trippers, perhaps. You know, it's, it, you're not going to please everybody. I think is the bottom line. Bottom line. I think that's that. really hard. That stuff, and I think that I think that whichever kind of system that you bring in, where where you've got basically more fans, considerably more fans than than can get in. Um, well, obviously, some people are going to be disappointed, and also there's going to be, you know, you could you could you could pick arguments against any system that's used because you have the person who goes to every game, but then you get the person who can't go to every game but has been going for thirty years, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And, and then you also get, and I, I remember this from Newcastle. You see, when suddenly we were fantastic, and at the same time the, the capacity was just thirty six thousand because it was all Cedar, you know, in the Keegan time. And the other risk that I think you run a little bit is that you kind of. Okay, day trippers, but you know, day trippers become regular fans. Yeah. So how yeah. do you how do you start? Yeah. How do you start? <laughs> it, it. The, the, the fan base becomes a little bit kind of stale in a way. It's the same people all the time. You know, I guess that's what United must have been through for during the nineties a little bit as well. So, so you know, how do you how do you manage all of that while still rewarding loyalty? What's loyalty? But also encouraging that flow of fans coming through you know one of the great things about county for me i think is that fact that you go and there's bunches of young young lads there stuff like that you know what i mean yeah yeah i think that well russ mentioned a tattoo the other week didn't you but i think when you're forcing people to have a tattoo to get a ticket that's that's when it becomes branding <laughs> tattoos yeah that's, that absolutely gets you a ticket yeah. Yeah. uh okay you have people walking on county tattoos on their heads because russ has put them on there <laughs> Right, let's move on. Let's move on to the Lark, Lark Hall game. I know we spoke to Paul before. We used, uh, obviously, fantastic insight there. But from our perspective, um, I guess, I mean, if, obviously, I'm sure we'll all agree we're fully expecting to, to win the match yeah. with with relative ease, I would say. I wouldn't would um, just say that. Was, I'd say we should be aiming to win it. 
Yeah. I, th- I think it should be 10 nil minimum. You know, that should be the minimum yeah, yeah. requirement for the yeah, everyone, quality of the squad. Yeah, everyone sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think he'll bring the changes, won't he? I think he'll yeah. he'll play he'll play the uh, the so-called understudies. Yeah, yeah. Who may well become first teamers? Well, that's this well, is it. Like yeah. it. That's that's it. Every uh, something is an opportunity. Yeah, never never have the lines been so blurred at county between first string and second string. Never in the field of human conflict of so many given stuff for loads of people and that carry on yeah i think we should we can, we can all do we can all do sayings mate second world war we've got to have a reference haven't we yeah. um, I, mean, I think that, that like you say about the um yeah the reserve team so-called you know you look at the bench last night i mean they're, they're all people who you you wouldn't worry about them stepping into the first team and yeah. and would and would 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 fancy their you know their their, their, their chances of getting into it. So I guess it's that thing for if you're a Lark Hall fan, you're thinking, well, okay, they're playing some of their reserves, but these these guys are desperate to impress because they want to be playing every week kind of thing. And, and even if they do kind of look at the reserves, I mean, Barkley was playing in League One last yeah. season. For one, like H- yeah. Hogan, well, Hogan will probably be, might be one of the ones sitting it out possibly if we are. But no, he'll probably, probably still play, won't we? Because we're a bit... Bit lighter on centre halves now with two having left, and he's not really played that much recently anyway. No, so, so, so I'd imagine he'll be, yeah, he'll be captain. It'll be because it sounds like Keane's out as well from the yeah, it's an operation. Yeah, 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 stemming from overuse apparently. So I think, so I think he'd be get, he'd be getting a rest anyway either way. Uh, yeah, got Minahan to come in, Crankshaw who was possibly it was a bit harsh that he didn't. Getting the starting lineup yesterday, but yeah, it's just the names have mental in it. We've not mentioned Rooney. Do we? Do, do we still have Rooney? You know, That's it's it. the the what? fact that the fact that I kind of keep almost forgetting that we have John Rooney, who was our star player last year, and yeah. you know, the classes classes yeah. apart from maybe what else we had a lot of the time is astonishing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Sure, it astonishes him. <laughs> yeah, he's used to being. First choice on the net on the team sheet, wherever he's been, really, isn't it? but he's just never really—he's never shown me enough to mm. make me say he deserves to be in the team every every single week. Mm. Uh, he'll hit yeah. absolute pearlers from everywhere on the pitch, but he just doesn't seem to put a shift in. Yeah. Andy, do you agree with um, what I've heard said and um, occasionally, which is that Rooney's one of these who maybe's suffered from the fact that. He probably played his best football for us, including those screamers, etc., in front of empty grounds. Because I feel a little bit like there's never been a real connection between him and the fans as much as he might, mm. you know, as, as yeah. I was saying now with Quigley or Crankshaw, right? Um, but there you go. He was playing in front of empty grounds. Imagine if, imagine if I forget who we were playing, but he curled one into the top corner in front of the cheerleaders. hand. I mean, these are the things that would have cemented some kind of connection a bit more, right? Yeah, I think that is definitely a part of it. But mm. also, I, I, just, I, I don't know. There's just something. I, I just can't put my finger on it. It's like whether or not it's the rumours about him being involved in Jim leaving or whatever. Mm. I think there's just something there that's just stuck in the back of my head that I just can't yeah. warm to him. It's, I, I, it's I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely, I definitely kind of uh, understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think now just the way he plays for me now doesn't doesn't fit 
the new approach, the new philosophy. I don't think this breaking at pace, getting up the field. I, I don't think he's. I mean, he's. He'll do a, jo- a, a good job coming off the bench and what have you. And he'll probably win us some points, but is he going to be? I mean, we've said it before. Is he going to be happy sitting on the bench or? Yeah. Like, and, I and like he, Andy, he's played yeah, in first yeah. choice everywhere he's played. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's the, the, the present thing, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Andy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I just don't think he's enough of a team player. You know, like mm-hmm. it seems to be that there's a little bit of selfishness there, which you need to have to an extent, but you also need to know when what's better for the team is not always what's better for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've um, somebody's just said there in the comments, haven't they? Henshaw, he suited Jim Stone more than DCs. Um. Okay. I, what What I was thinking about Rooney was that um, I've under Rusk. It seemed to me occasionally last season that um, we only thought there was one way of scoring a goal, which is, you know, you give the ball to Rooney and he either belts it in the top corner or he plays, plays a 70-odd quarterback pass to MSH. It was the only one <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would run fast. Where, yeah. where, whereas now, it's like... So, that in, in that in that he's going to shine, isn't he? Whereas in, whereas, whereas in a team that's about fessing, it's about everybody contributing, it's it's not about one star guy necessarily. You know, Sarcevic is is a great player, but they don't just give him the ball all the time and say, right, you get on with it. So it's there's just a real difference there, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Rooney doesn't strike me as the type of player that will that will hunt in a pack and chase down. No, I think he, I think he did it once or twice against Bolton Wanderers and away, I seem to remember. I put like slight tackles yes. in. But I think yeah, maybe yeah. I, maybe even at the time I thought, well, you're not going to do that every five minutes. You're yeah. going to upshake yeah. yourself. So, it's not. Like, it's not like a new a new boss comes in working. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, Wayne's Wayne's first at the meeting today. That does not mean happen, right? He's bored yeah, yeah. with him. <laughs> not Wayne. I keep calling him Wayne. John. John. <laughs> John. Yeah. It's John. I don't think we'd have a problem with him if it was Wayne, would we? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah, he'd do a job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Lark Hall, uh, and then on the following Tuesday, I mean, not, not really much to say about this. We'll cover it in next week's. Uh, no, we won't. We've not got a show next week. Eastley, yeah, Eastley at home, yeah. Um, so again, I think I'd, I'm not sure if the fixtures coming up actually, but I'm sure I saw somebody say they were quite sort of winnable, sort of routine, if you yeah. like. Yeah. I don't want to, we're, wanna... we're not looking at a, a run against any top sides yet. It's it's just a no, matter of getting the on the up. That's the yeah, that's, that's the nearest one, Chesterfield. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then it's, it's, it's them, them four at the end, the big ones. Really, there's um, got Torquay at home and Southend at home in April. Grimsby away, that's April as well. Solihull at home is also April. Yeovil might yet sneak up there. That's fifth from last. So you're talking March, April, like April onwards, pretty much is where we're coming up against uh, shit or bust, isn't it? Yeah, we might have won it by then. The way we're going, it's exciting, no, though, isn't it? it? It's exciting yeah. to be part of it. It is. Yeah, it yeah, is. It really is. It's, it's you know you're looking at the games through January and February, and Chesterfield is the only one that stands out as okay. Obviously, that's a challenge. You'd you'd expect to win all the expect to win. You'd you'd yeah you'd you'd, you'd be going out disappointed not to win all the other ones. Really, just on form and league position, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, so save up the points because we're going to need them for the last four games. <laughs> yeah. them away is another one we've yeah. got. In the lead up to them last four games, we just really need to be managing the players a lot better as well. You know, not picking up any stupid knocks, not overtraining. Just mm-hmm. yeah, just make sure everyone's in tip top for them four games. 
Because yeah. I, get, I get the feeling one of them teams, one of them last four teams is going to try and kick the absolute bejesus out of our players. Yeah. Won't surprise me. What, what of, I don't know which one it would be. Wrexham would be my bet, actually. Well, maybe they'll have a sweepstake near the time. <laughs> you can see Wrexham have got, got that scrappiness in them. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they'll just try and kick us off the park at their place. But it depends how... Because they're, they're on a decent run at the moment, Wrexham. They're doing all right, but I don't know will, will they fall away by the end. Don't know. It's gonna, it's gonna be because there's gonna be some some big teams are gonna miss out this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've said it every year with the national league, like some big teams. But this, out of all the seasons we've been here, this has been absolutely bonkers. I mean, something that needs to be looked at anyway is the format of the national league. One automatic, mm-hmm. it's just it's a shambles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the quality is that good that it could be it could easily be a league three, couldn't it? Yeah. yeah. And be treated as such. Yeah, I, I guess when they brought it in, like it would made more sense because it was like, okay, to get into the league, which is this exclusive club, you've got to win the one below. So, you know, um, that's a real prize for, I guess, the early ones who came up, Scarborough or somebody, right? But once you got to the point where, like we've just been saying, the top half of the National League is made up of teams that, you know, rightfully have got league history. Well, why can only one of them have a chance of getting in there? Because we've all been up and down. You know what I mean? So I suppose it's something that's evolved to that point now where maybe it does need looking at. Yeah. I mean, and then you've got teams in the league that have no league history, like Forest Green and teams exactly. like that, that have just come from nowhere. Had a bit of money from a bored businessman nearby. Sounds a bit like us. Yeah. I hope it doesn't end up that way. But. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. I think I think if, if I think if that did happen, if you you know he, he took us up and I won't say get got bored, but for some reason left, then I think we would be in the league for a long, long time, just because of the, just because of the infrastructure we've got and the fan base and the you know the size of the fan base and things like that. Depends yeah, if he asked for his money us, back uh, in that hypothetical situation. No, yeah. nothing, nothing suggested. But if if he did, if he just decided we were all dickheads. And then was like, yeah, I want the money back as well. Then, oh, then we would have. I hope he's not watching this. Then I say, if he, if, I say if he decides, if he finds out. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm right in saying though that all the money is invested uh, is being converted into shares anyway. So if he was to yes. sell the club, he'd get his money back regardless. Yeah, so that seems the case. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, converted into equity and whatever. That that was from the last co-op meeting, I think. Right. I think I think there's another one due soon because that was a while back now. I think that was a, a few months back because that was where they met. Was it, it, was August, it the forum? August. That was it because they had the fans yeah. forum around the same time, didn't they? Yeah. Um, where Stop mentioned like what because I, th- I oh, think yeah. we get to the point where we might start hearing about the ground because um, he said November December time, which is mm. has gone. So that might be something. Might, I'd love to see some plans. You know, for the Quidditch stands nice. that we're building. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just be nice to be able to see what's coming and what's what the plans are to make yeah. us even more sustainable going forward. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Exciting times. Talking of exciting times, should we have a bit of a chat about the gig next week and what people can expect? Yeah, do it. Tell them, so, Russ. No, you you tell them, Nick. Yes, so we are at Notion <laughs> next week, um, which is pretty much sold out now, isn't it? I think there's one so, ticket left, which I've saved for us, his mate. Oh, he's not coming now. He's, he oh, shits out on me. So if, there's, there's one oh, spare ticket if anybody wants it. There's a, there's a ticket. It's us, 
myself and Russ with Gary Stockforth and Mike Flynn. There's going to be some live music, isn't there, Russ? From there is. Rob Britner from Palava. He's going to be playing a little set of covers, isn't he? He is. And yeah, there's going to be pints and pies and pints and pies and pints. Yeah, <laughs> I'm well on board. Um, but moreover, there's going to be lots of football discussion with Gary Stockford and Mike Flynn. I did mention them, did I? I did or not? I think you did. That'd be really well, awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in between the pies and the pints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll elbow them both out of the way to get <laughs> So it, it'll be a good night. And um, if you can't make it on the night, we are recording it, but we're going to get that out a few weeks later. Um, yeah, purely for, just because of logistics, really. Just be, you know having to film it and then I'll have to put it together. So... Uh, we'll and do that. We don't want people going, oh no, I won't go. They'll release it straight away. Well, we're not. So we, you just spend three weeks thinking, I wish I'd gone to that. I'd, I'd know what they said. And they won't know. We'll know, though. We were there. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, looking yeah. forward to it. It should be a good night. It sounds fantastic. So, what's the deal now with, because is it true eight days a week is moving to Manchester now? Yep, pretty so much, yeah. what's the plan in Stockport then? What are you up to? Well, so the plan is, so Notion's going to stay as the whole building. Um, and then we're going to, once the site of Manchester's open, we're then going to do some work on downstairs to extend on the bar, really. So that there'll probably be a second bar put in downstairs. I want to get some like something interactive in there, some pool tables and some dartboards, just to make it a bit more of an actual dive bar feel. Just, Problem is with Stockport at the minute. It's hard. This is nothing against Stockport as a town. It's just people aren't going out to eat as much anymore. They want to go out and get twatted every weekend, which is great yeah. with me. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just seems to be that's where people are at now. Is going out for food less, going out for drinks more. So it's just making the best of a bad situation. Yeah. So, are you, but are you still. So uh, I might have missed it in what you just said there, but is it still you're still doing some sort of food in there? Or the world or... yeah, we will still be doing food. We'll be putting a menu out in the next couple of weeks. We're just waiting to get the right member of staff in who can run that site, run the kitchen at that site. Um, as we move everyone over to well, the kitchen staff over to town. Yeah, because I, mean, I think it's, I think in Stockport, I mean the the foodie Fridays do well, don't they? But generally. It's you're right. It's not no one like no one really tends to go in onto the market and sit down for something to eat. It's usually yeah. like a burger, or I think Baker's Vaults do burgers. I think don't they? Or, or well, they did. Baker's do. don't even do food anymore. So they're not right. No, they've not done it since before last summer. So right, it just, just shows where it's at. It's like who does food? We do food. Um, Project Fifty Three, the Produce Hall, Doctor Feel Goods, and that's it for food. Right. No, but nobody else bothers with it. So, which is a shame. But, yeah. yeah, it is a shame because when we when we go down, we do you know we, we go into the produce all or so. Oh, we've been in your place before, haven't we? And we yeah. have something to eat and things. So, um, it is it is a real shame. Um, it just seems yeah. to be that um, where the town was before the second lockdown or the third lockdown or whichever set of restrictions we're on now was when it was at it. It was getting there, and now it just seems to be like recoiling on itself a bit, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I think these things go through transitions, don't they? I mean, yeah. I remember the days when it was all bars, Sam's Bar, 
you know, or bake, um, God, what bamboozer. Is, bamboozer, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it just goes through transitions. I think it's in, I think the market is in a, in a in a better state than it has been for a long, long time, probably 20 oh, years. God, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was going to count it when I was about seven or eight. And if we ever ventured over onto the market, there was one or two places open. The Bull's Head was open, I think. And I think maybe the Bakers, if anything like that, before it was before it was called the Bakers again. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's great to go down the market now. I've done that once or twice now before the games. I mean, me and Frankie quite often go in the market and get a sausage, get a sausage bomb in the cafe because they do food yeah. in the market. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then go and get a drink. That seems to be the busiest place. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. And directed the Lock Hall fans there as well, haven't we? They're all going to come. We said to the Lock Hall guy, go to Stockwell, go in the old yeah, town. Yeah, I was listening in. Yeah. 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 yeah, it'd be, be all right to have a few of them in. If and we've warned them away from the pineapple, so that's good. That's like the bare minimum service for the away support, I always think. It's yeah. like warn them off the pineapple. That's like you, yeah. You've really got to do that first off and then yeah. take it from doing, there. Doing my bit. That's good. I'll get yeah. good karma now. That'll be it. I'm going to buy a scratch card after and I'll probably win. Yeah. <laughs> get the quid back. Good stuff. Right. Uh, that's probably a good place to wrap it up. Um, so, yeah, we've got the gig next week. As you heard before, one ticket left. Don't know who's going to snap that up, but yeah, there's one ticket going. Uh, do listen to our kids' show. Got a new kids' show with some youngsters doing a podcast and learning the their trade. The world's first. I think we're, it is a world first. Burton. We've both looked. You've looked, and I looked, but just found a load of stuff in languages that I couldn't read. But we're pretty sure it was English. Pretty yeah. sure that. It's a world first now. We have to get in the Guinness Book of Records. <laughs> next next to the fellow that? with the eyes. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I, I used to be the type of thing I'd get like every Christmas. Yeah, it was a staple in every household, wasn't it? Your dad would get yeah. a Guinness Book of Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you get it in your stocking and then not <laughs> be able to lift the stocking up because it's massive. <laughs> but, uh, this, this week's LP uh, for the one person asking is Quadrophenia today. You just, you just get a, like a little LED light that, that shines on it. I could do, I suppose. There you go. Yeah. Go to Poundland yeah. and get one. They're only about a quid. Yeah. Well, no, I'll go to the one in Stockport that's below a pound, won't I? Is it? Yeah, there's a place in Stockport. It's called, I don't, it's called like under a pound or just under or something like that. But yeah, it's upshot is it's under a quid. Right. I ain't paying a quid when I can pay 99p for something. <laughs> <laughs> and a four pound bus fare to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, it's a fiver now. Five and a day rider. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Shocking, isn't it? Bring back the clipper cards, I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, when I went to school, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Clip us on, clip us on. And there's always one bus driver who didn't bother clipping them. So yeah. you got to collect the money off your mum for a clipper card. And then just be like, yeah. Oh, you'd have the one kid who pretended to clip it in the machine. Yeah, yeah, make it, yeah, making the yeah. noise. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know, what on, do you know what we're on about, John? Or is it a clipper card? Do you know John what? You didn't. I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking back. Did we have clipper cards? That technology had not reached Newcastle in the 1980s. <laughs> right now, it was just they like too, too busy getting blinded by paintball guns, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was five pence to get to the town, so certainly, certainly there's been some inflation since then. Ten yeah. pence to get out. It was three pence to get us. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was it was three pence to get us for St James's Park. 
So if you only had three pence, you got up by the football ground and walked in. Yeah, but clipper cards, no, that was that's that was techn- that's that's that was that's advanced. That is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good oh, stuff. That was a, I, I did not expect that tangent tonight, Russ. No, <laughs> the tangent came at the end. No, the tangents are in the middle. Hello, yeah. Okay, all that's left for me to say is thank you very much. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. Please like the video. It helps us massively. It gets us up the alg- the YouTube algorithms. Um, and Why do you sound like Jimmy Savile when you say that? Jimmy Savile? I've noticed that every week when you say algorithms, you go in slightly more Savile. It's like algorithms. Algorithms. <laughs> it gets us up the algorithms. The name um, of the band the algorithms. Uh, another milestone achieved, actually. We, we actually got over 700 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, and I must, I've must i got to say, while, while you're here, Andy, actually, we've still got the competition on. When we get to 1,000 yeah. subscribers, you can win a county shirt. Um, kindly donated by Andy at 8 Days a Week slash Notion. So get subscribing. You know, we're, we're slowly, slowly getting there. Slowly getting and- there. If you come to the live show next week and you've not already subscribed, there's a chance I might just come out into the crowd and sit on your knee and make you subscribe in front of everyone. <laughs> and no, no one needs that, do they? No. <laughs> I'd no. have to do it now. Um, I think you should, and... mate. I'll, I'll encourage that. Yeah, yeah let's do yeah, that. I, I, um... I've, I've said it now, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> Fan Hub app. Uh, again, another milestone achieved. Over 700 fans on the Fan Hub app. Um, so, yeah. Um people are winning stuff now as well, which is really good. So bobble hats, um, and there's a new feature coming out pretty soon. I say pretty soon in the next couple of months where, um, if basically if you, if you predict 11 out of 11 on you, on your squad predictor, you win a pint, you know, regardless of whether you don't, you don't, you don't go to a hat to win it, you win it. So, so it's your first pint for the next match. Pretty good. Get in with a member of the squad, I think. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go to the pineapple to drink it, though, do you? <laughs> it's small things. No, I'm Rossi's house. <laughs> you, you knock yes. on Rossi's door and he just he just steps out, gives you a pint, and then shuts the door on it's you. Shuts the door <laughs> on your bike. Take it with you. <laughs> so that's coming. That's coming uh, soon. And uh, if you're on, are any of you uh, the, the inside the insider club for yeah. Fan Hub? No, no, I, I, I um, quite happily would be, but. So fan coins coming soon as well for the app. So all those fan shares that you've got will be convert will be convertible into into tradable cash. That's coming this year. So there you go. Anyway, so that's fan hubs. I can't, I can't that- wait for all the people who've like totally given it a miss and slagged it off, and then they're like. Well, hang on, they're getting money. Oh, yeah, I'm getting on this. It's like, well, you've not built up your points now, have you? Well, so, exactly. Yeah. See, it's not like yeah. I haven't been telling people to get on it. But, you know, 700 county fans in the app is pretty good. So uh, it's growing all the time. Um, yes, and all that's left for me to say is, um, Andy, thank you very much for coming on. Cheers, thank you for having me. Yes, mate. No it's problem. me, Andy. You too, John. Yeah. We'll see you all next week. You will. For the, I'm looking really looking forward to that. John, as always, and Nick, as always, thanks for joining me. Thank you very much. Lovely to be here. No problem. Um, And I will bid you farewell. See you at Lark Hall on Saturday and see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know which one to play out. Oh, we'll do this one. See you later. Bye. This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. 
for county fans by county fans. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.